to celebrate oh Valentine's Day. Saw that loud. We are talking Mine about romance today and sex. I <laughs> don't even wait. I can't hear Muscon. I don't think. I'm not talking. Now I'm talking. Yeah, uh, your thing's picking up. Don't you worry. You guys are really loud. Is it loud? I. Huh. Wait, Mine's the same volume. I don't know what's happening here. Okay, maybe I'm just... Yeah, maybe your ears are too sensitive. Hi, guys! <laughs> Welcome back! How is it that loud, Muscon? <laughs> I don't know what to... Wait. Hold on, I'm going to stop recording. No, 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 no. you talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, how you just... How you started that. Uh, I can hear it while you say that. Yeah, that was like, very loud. <laughs> that is like, <laughs> Wait, what about if it's that one? No, I don't think so. Wait, turn it down? What's that turning down? What about now? Oh, that's talk not how you were just talking. Hello? Okay, that's good. Okay. That's good. Oh, that wasn't. Okay, just keep quiet. Never mind then. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome <laughs> back. We had a bit of a technical issue, <laughs> but we're here. How are you guys? How was your half term? So boring. Yes. I left Mine the house too. once or twice, <laughs> and I did nothing the whole time. My equivalent of having fun was running errands with my mum. <laughs> so we just like left the house a couple of times and I didn't really meet up with friends because no Same. one invited me. I basically... Bitches. You didn't invite me. <laughs> so I just um like... I, I, I film a short film. Yes. And um, then like pretty much every other day I was either staying around my girlfriend's house or she was staying around mine. So Aww. So nice. Yeah. Speaking so of nice love and romance, guys, this is a bit of, I don't know, an episode to celebrate Valentine's Day, which is a week ago, more than a week ago. But we are talking about allonormativity and one that I cannot pronounce, amatonormativity. Do you guys have any idea what those words mean? No. Very, 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 very basic knowledge. Okay. Can you, can you, like, okay. No, I'll, I'll take the time to explain it because it is um very interesting subject especially when you look into the the lgbt community and also like just you know because uh, it is an issue that affects people regardless of gender and sexuality mm. so um i think it's quite an interesting topic to talk about because it does impact people through the law as well when you get into it yeah. so i'm gonna start off with uh, do you guys want to start off with the sex or romance Ooh, sex sex sexy okay we're gonna start Allo-normativity. Allo is basically, it's just a big word that means the assumption, no, sorry, allo means like sexual. Like mm. an, an allosexual person is someone who just experience, experiences sexual attraction to other people, regardless oh. of what kind or what other people. It's just sexual attraction in general. Allo-normativity. This is really loud. I stopped recording by accident, but we're back. Okay, I'm going to read out what allo-normativity means, okay? Stop that. Stop. <laughs> Stop that. Right now. The assumption <laughs> that all human beings are allosexual, i.e. that they experience sexual attraction to other people. Yeah. So this can mean even when you're gay, uh, sapphic, uh, bisexual, pansexual, it doesn't really matter because you're still experiencing some sort, some form of sexual attraction to people. And you guys know how to di differentiate the different types of attractions, right? Oh can yeah, you list any of them off? Physical attraction. Yeah, aesthetic attraction, yeah. yeah. When you like look look at the person, you like the appearance of them. You like shiny things. Yeah, yeah you like, like shiny things. attraction for their personality. I don't know what it's called, but there's like an Oh, yeah, there's a word yeah. for that. I'll, I'll have a look later. There's also um, 
romantic attraction and people tend to get that confused with sexual attraction because then they're not exclusively a thing it's kind mm. of like looking across the street and be like i want to date that person yeah <laughs> i want to hold the hands of that like person smile boy. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i want to hold hands of that person still don't know his name but i really like the way you smile <laughs> whoever you are <laughs> i don't know his name um his name. yeah um and then there's sexual attraction as well yeah which is a yeah, exactly. I was going to go into detail what it means, <laughs> but like it is pretty self-explanatory, yeah. Um, however, when you look at the spectrum within, like, you know, sexuality and stuff like that, you learn that um, not everyone experiences sexual attraction, i.e. me. <laughs> I'm demisexual, guys. Which, If you don't know what that is, it's basically, a sp- it's within the spectrum of the asexual spectrum which is where my sexual attraction only occurs when I have a really deep emotional bond with that person. I.e., like, for example, if if I've been in the relationship with that person for a long time, Mm -hmm. I'm more susceptible to having a romantic attraction to someone first. And then when the relationship is established, then I go on to, you know, have those thoughts. But um, it's uh, the existence of a, what was that? Oh, it's the blinds. Guys, the blinds oh. in the media room are really weird because they're facing, like, it's a really open wall and the wind <laughs> comes through and it's terrifying when you're, like, alone in this room. It's like someone banging a pot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like trying to empty out a plastic bowl. Yeah. And um, I'm going to explain why, like, allonormativity impacts people who don't experience sexual attraction or don't go on to pursue sexual relationships. But um, there's something that someone said here. Um, okay. Uh, like an example of allonormativity, I think. So, assuming that peop- all people experience sexual attraction, pretty self-explanatory, equating having had sex with maturity and adulthood. No. Yeah, that's kind of a thing. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like oh, as soon as you lose your virginity, whatever, it's kind of like you're an adult age. now. That's you're true. an adult now, yeah, regardless of the like age you lose it. You're an adult now. Cool. Yeah. Um, also, medical professionals uh, assume that all patients must be having sex and that a lack of sex is a cause of f- concern. Yeah. There is also that, like, you know, when you... I don't know, I've never been asked this question, but they ask you, are you sexually active? Oh, and yeah, they ask that at the GP. Yeah, they ask you that at the GP and some some professionals... Really? I haven't. I, I, at the GP. I think GP. Yeah. What's a GP? Do you know what a GP is, Ty? No. Ty doesn't know what a GP is, guys. <laughs> the doctors. Like the one that isn't the hospital. Like yes. Give you the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, that yeah. okay. There yeah. we go. There we go. Um, there's also that they think that people who don't wha- have a low li- li- libido is that the word? Mm. Yeah. Libido or um, don't experience sexual attraction have something wrong with them and there's something that needs to be fixed. In fact, have you guys watched House? No. It's that medical show. Definitely. There's an episode, and the, the, the protagonist is supposed to be this really cool character. He has all the answers, and he can cure all these medical mysteries and stuff like that. It's basically like mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy meets Sherlock, basically. <laughs> Wait, is it the kid? He's got like the disability. Yeah, he has a w- he, he has a walking stick. He has a bit of a limp. Yeah, I yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And there's one episode where um, there's like an asexual couple, and he basically cures asexuality. Guys, he just comes <laughs> in and he's like, actually, you have a tumor in your brain. That is making your arousal levels low, what? bitch. So you're cured. You're not actually asexual. Fuck you. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what he said. Yeah. And uh, yeah, obviously people weren't happy with that episode. But um, there's a cool video on YouTube. You should 
each, it's literally the title is called the time house cured a asexuality it's a really <laughs> funny video so uh there's that example as well of how allonormativity impacts asexual people female empowerment being connected to having sex no. Do you not agree? Um, not, well, go I don't think I don't think empowerment I think should come from, from just sex. having sex. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel yeah. like sexual liberty. Yes, yeah. sexual liberty. No, is but that's a big yeah, exactly. In like the empowerment. Yes, yeah, so I don't necessarily agree with what they said there. Uh, men who have more sex being seen as more masculine. There's that that's as well. Definitely that's true. No, there's. Because, you know, when you look into, like, you know, we talked about pickup artistry on one of the episodes and, like, you know, dude bro culture. Dude, how many people are you banging? (laughs) How many people have you had sex with? And that's kind of, like, men, the the shitty ones, compete (laughs) between each other. Who's had more bitches before? And whoever's had more bitches, you're the most mad. Yeah, and it's like, why are you boasting about your sexual life to your friends? Sex is who you want, but, like, it's not, like... Don't we don't need to it. hear no about really it. Yeah, yeah. Keep that in, in the bedroom where it's happening. I'm assuming it's yeah. happening. If it's not, then um, okay. I'm not kink shaming. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kink shaming. And uh, the last thing it says: assuming that people uninterested in sex are ill, repressed, have trauma, or are lying to themselves. Have you, heard, to have you heard that? It's kind of like the equivalent of oh, you're bisexual. You'll just end up choosing one one day. Oh. It's basically that, bef- but like asexual people I hear all the time, like, you just haven't met the right person yet. I'm like, bitch, mind your business. Why are you so interested in my sexual life? It's kind of like, because again, it's that thing where sex is seen as, you know, the norm. Yeah. You're supposed to be having it regardless of, you know, identity. What are you guys looking at? Boris Johnson's ending yeah. free lateral flow yeah, test. April, yeah. Are you kidding? Oh yeah. my God. I um, think that's rather stupid right People, five, minute break, the five minute break yeah. from the five minute break from this let's talk about test. this what the fuck basically he's planning on getting rid of the fact like he's saying once you test positive you don't have to self-isolate no free oh i heard about that yeah you know unless you're like elderly or like something like like assuming if you're double jabbed you don't have to that's mm. what he said i yeah, think and um all like guidance like guidelines like face masks everything are going to be scrapped um, um it's a living wasn't omnicrom like last month it's what yeah. happened it's a living with covid theme so it's just going to make covid like the common cold oh i, I don't agree with that but wow because yeah, as far as i'm aware the common cold doesn't kill people exactly yeah. um that's well. why they want people to get vaccinated they're on this episode of tories being shit i don't <laughs> know what episode we're on i think a hundred and something i think yeah. at this point bruh He's been making some bad decisions lately. He made a bad decision becoming prime minister. Wait, when has he made a good decision? No, never. Never. (laughs) When he bodied that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when he uh, broke that zip line. (laughs) Yeah, he humiliated himself, but it amused us. It gave us a laugh, I guess. Oh, God, he's so pathetic. Uh, I think every day that passes, there's not a single day where I'm not complaining about the Tories because yeah, they're just feeding true. us like, we have, like reasons what, to hate two, them. We have like two, three more years with them as well. Two years, Are you yeah. kidding? Oh yeah, 2025 yeah. is another next election. Yeah. yeah, that's a nightmare. I don't. Oh, we need to like fucking overthrow the government. Honestly. Well, don't incite Shit, uh, what's it called, an insurrection via podcast. Otherwise, <laughs> they're gonna come for you. They're gonna come for you. The FBI is gonna knock okay. at your door. Or the MI5 is the MI5 the equivalent of the FBI in the UK? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Well, that what was interesting. Scotland Yard. Scotland Yard Scotland are like Yard. everything. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that was interesting. That was the Tories being shit. Yep. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to uh, back, back what to we were actually yeah, 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 talking yeah. about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a last point. Assuming that people are who are uninterested in sex are ill, repressed, have trauma, or are lying to themselves. But even if it was trauma, um, why are you like... See, there's this... As I was saying before, it's so normalized and it's so like intrusive. Yeah. There's this, this intrusive yeah. attitude that people have towards like the sexual like lives of others. Mm. It's not your business. It's supposed yeah. to be personal for a reason. Like there's liberation acts and stuff that's been passed and stuff, but people can sleep wherever they want and you know It's like normalize yeah. it but also but d- set boundaries. Set boundaries because it's like not your business. Like, you shouldn't be ashamed of sex, but you should like I feel like people like need to understand when you're talking too much about yourself and yeah. like your own emotions it's and like, like all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, not emotions, but more like no, 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 your, your own personal life. Yeah, yeah. I think like that's often the case when it comes to like online culture as well. Mm-hmm. What I was saying, I think w- I said it uh, the week before, that it's like people have no problem oversharing stuff yeah, about their personal life. I do not need to know about your boyfriend's dick size, <laughs> okay? Yeah, that's shit like that is personal. really weird. No, no, it's not personal because I've just seen it on Twitter so many times. Like. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to know. Yeah. Like, keep that between, like... Not every... We don't need to know everything. We don't need to know everything. I think, um, as much as I appreciate the fact that acts such as, like, the Women's Liberation Act and your LGBT rights and stuff like that, it's enabled us to talk about sex and sexual health a lot more. Mm. Like, particularly... Like, that's why I really like, um, Sex Education. It's a good Mm. show because it it incites conversation. Yeah. Yeah. However, comma, it's still, like... Like you know, it's supposed to be. It's intimate. Some are sex is intimate. Yeah, yeah, sex is intimate, and some things are left to be in private and not overshared because we don't need to know that. And you know, it's still like uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah. Imagine you sit down at a cafe with your friend and you're like, "Oh, by the way, I got like tomorrow. I got, <laughs> I got like <laughs> I want to say something, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I had sex yesterday. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Shut up. I Yay. do not need to know. Yay, good, good for, for you. you. Woo. Yeah. I do not need to know it, though. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts? Like, because as far as I'm aware, it's um, it, it's not every person that's going to pursue, like, you know, sexual acts, especially, like, it doesn't even matter if you're asexual like I am. You're just not interested in, like, relationships, or you're not interested in, like, doing that right now or even mm. in the future i think the way society has now prioritized mm. sex as like yeah. something that needs to be a part of your life constantly like mm. health like if, if you're not having sex They've you're not healthy having Bitch. sex an expectation rather yes. than something you just do in like yeah 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 basically yeah. wait <laughs> let me um I think sex is cool and fun, but like, yo, I don't care. Yeah, like, it's like do it and like, just do it. Like, if you want to talk about sex, just say yeah. Let's it's talk cool. About sex, and, like, if you're gonna baby. talk about sex, talk about it with people that you know th- are comfortable like, with it, yeah. yeah, and that you're like, they're already willing to have this exactly. conversation with you. Don't just bring it up while yeah. like you're with your mates like, eating or some shit. Don't, like, make, it, don't make it weird. Don't yeah, make it exactly. weird, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like sex is cool, but yeah. we don't care. Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so whilst allosexual, uh, allosexual, uh, allosexuality and allo, uh, norm, um, what's the word again, normativity is yeah. one thing. There's sort of the opposite 
uh, whilst allonormativity impacts based mostly asexual people like myself, there's then also amatonormativity. Ama um, comes from amor, which means love in Latin. Uh, and normativity, you know, just, you know what. It's been coined by, uh, I think it was a sociology professor, I think in the early 90s, I believe. And uh, it's becoming up a lot, especially in LGBTQ spaces, because it's a, it's a big thing. And also, again, it's a universal thing universal thing that impacts people regardless of sexual identity so i'm going to read out to you what um uh let's talk about ammo normativity in media which will give you a, bit, a better example so <coughs> romance movies books and television promote hel- unhealthy amateur normativity uh, 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 i cannot say it it's the blinds being loud again <laughs> fucking hell amateur normative tropes including i think ty if you, you'll you'll find this interesting yeah. harassment and stalking as uh uh as if it's okay in pursuit of romance yeah you can take shows like for you as a prime example oh like god yeah like that show basically sums up everything you just said yeah in like one synopsis yeah one guy stalks women yeah finds his love for them uh, like unrequited yeah and then kills them most of the time yeah Jeez, Joe. God damn. Yeah, come on, man. Um, the there's another one. People's lives are incomplete or empty without romance. Mm. That's where um, it kind of starts to piss me yeah. off because we've moved, especially for women and um, female uh, female identi- identifying people. It's mm. kind of like um, it's it was almost like like, like a couple of years ago, like a, like a hundred years ago, a woman had little to no options in what she could do with her life. There was, there was a, if, if you were rich, you could maybe pursue education, but possibly not in the field you wanted. Yeah. And marriage was still an expectation by the time you were 30-something. Now that it's sort of, there's more options enabled for women, uh, it's still like a thing where it's like, oh, but you're going to be married by 40 anyway. Mm, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, oh, you're supposed to have your career ready by 20 and live it out by 30. Th- Thirty, and then you can have your kids. It's yeah. just like no, but can I just not do the whole thing that I spent my uh, my early life preparing exactly. for? What happens exactly. to my career? Like, yeah. bitch, isn't that important as well? I need to make money. We live in a capitalist society. <laughs> like, what's happening here? yeah, what's, what's happening, happening here, guys? You're confusing exactly. me here. I thought you guys like capitalism. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Another one. Oops. Romance can and should be the focus of. Um, of even those who are not involved in the relationship. That's uh, very oddly worded. <laughs> Romance can and should be the focus of even those who are not involved in the relationship. I don't think so it's kind true. of like, oh, is it like when you're dating someone and your friends are like, oh, how's you and... Yeah. It's, it's I, don't like I think yeah. it's like th- that question sometimes almost feels very invasive. Yeah. Like... I, like why are you asking? Why are you asking? Like, why do you care? Like why it's you my ask? relationship. Because I think they see the romance as a big thing in your life. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of your, oh, it's your priority yeah, now. Exactly. So like, how's that coming along? How are you treating it? I'm just saying, mind yeah. your business. The fuck? I think a lot of it also stems from social media. Yeah. How people interact with other people's social media pages. Like, they get, like, almost parasocial with it. Oh, got parasocial um, relationships are yeah. disgusting. I speak for really someone who bad. has experienced some of them. They're <laughs> oh. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Um, what were you saying, sorry? Yeah, it just gets really, like, strange. The mm. more it goes on, it just gets very, very, very strange. Yeah, and also, like, especially, like, famous couples as well. Yeah. When you look at TikTok, and you see people making pages dedicated yeah, to like one TikTok pages, couple. That uh, is oh, <laughs> abominable. 
<laughs> like when you talk about like celebrity culture in a way, I think fandoms as well get a bit too overboard. Like mm. their limit to kind of like, whoa, hold yeah, on, calm down. Definitely push it. Yeah. Um, another point they made is that media consumption and marketing often focuses on romance above all other aspects of a piece of media. Sometimes even when romance does not exist in the work itself. It's kind of like, do you know what I find interesting? Have you guys watched Riverdale? Yeah. Mm. Uh, in the original Archie comics, um, I forgot his name. Oh, fuck. Jughead? Jughead is asexual. Yeah, yeah, I remember But then for the that. sake of, oh, you know, uh, feeling the status quo of having horny teenagers on a TV they show, changed they him. changed him and made him allosexual, yeah. which upset a lot of people in the ace community. Again, because this is a form of erasure because you kind of like see it as they see it as almost optional yeah. like oh we're just choosing not to have sex they confuse asexuality with celibacy mm. but it's um again it's like you need to kind of constantly fight people it's like no it's the wrong fucking definition you bitch <laughs> it's not this it's bleh. and also people feel entitled to know or speculate about famous people or celebrities love lives that's what yeah. we said earlier yeah, yeah. it's um it's very interesting. I think as well, like, because we're in the K-pop fandom. Mm. Oh my don't fuck! Don't, don't, don't like, two people could well. look at each other and people already assuming they're dating. Oh yeah. So it's it's tubs so touch some grass as well, and it's none of your business if they are because they don't know you. You're just a, a person halfway across the globe. So a lot of K-pop idols are very young. Like yes. Minors. Yes. And it's just, you're sexualizing minors. You're sexualizing people who were not like. It's icky. It's fucking gross. Ew. Um, and people. Shipping is the worst. Huh? Shipping is fucking. Shipping celebrities is so invasive. Like, why? That also borders on what you're talking about because they can sometimes disregard, like the people that they're shipping could like their sexualities might not yeah. like you don't align with who they're shipping yeah. the other person with and it's it kind of really like oh it it's is almost like that erasure yeah, yeah. That it's that about. it's that constant conflict i see online where it's like oh they just assume for example that this idol is um, straight yeah and then people comment but don't assume they're straight that just don't assume yeah. you don't know them exactly. you don't, know you don't assume whether they're straight don't assume whether they're gay and but then again it comes into that thing of it's like do idols or whatever celebrities really have to come out they don't. They, they don't have. They don't have to exactly. Then it's a th- again, it's that thing that's fans and people who follow these people. N- you line. need to know your boundaries. Yeah. You need to know your limit because you're overstepping it, and it's mm-hmm. none of your business. So, what exactly is the harm of um, uh, amateurnormativity? Although aces and a- aromantics may discuss allonormativity and um, amateurnormativity the most. These assumptions hurt everyone in society. So, mm. uh, aspect people feel invisible or abnormal. Aspect? I haven't heard that term mm. before. If anyone knows what it is, let me know. Uh, people with low libido or sexual desire may be seen as ill or in need of a cure. There we mm. go. It's yeah. kind of like, um, but you just haven't met the right person yet. <laughs> Yo, like, you need to take some pills. Exactly. Like, uh, fuck off. Stupid. Get out of my business. Uh, people may feel the need to date or have sex in order to be normal. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, the normalization of, like, sex culture, w- especially within, like, the youth, is... I hate it. Because, yeah. like, these people aren't even matured and people are trying to flex, oh, yeah, well, my first time was when I was 14. <laughs> it's like, okay, 
you had sex while you were underaged. Both of you, neither yeah. of you could genuinely consent to it. You were thinking about sex, but were you thinking about your GCSEs? Exactly. <laughs> but you got m- better things to be focused on. Yeah. When I was fucking yeah. 14, I was out here still playing Minecraft. <laughs> I had a niche like beam account. <laughs> exactly. <in my> <laughs> yeah. Again, it's still up there. Is it? What's it called? <laughs> it's Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. Never mind. It's not that bad. I'll send you. I'm not saving it on here. Um, people who are single or in non-traditional relationships are looked down um, on others by, I- by others in society. So polyamorous people or just open relationships or queer platonic relationships. Mm. I think, yeah, that comes in with like... Because in a way, it it's monogamous. Like the expectation that it's still monogamous, mm. wh- regardless of sexual identity, that it's still monogamous. So therefore, uh, like polyamorous relationships are not seen as valid or open relationships mm. so um it kind of gets like because I, I i don't know personally a lot about polyamory i really want to do some research on it because it is a really interesting thing but um like the way the law views it for example like multiple partners it's yeah. sort of it hinders especially but then when you start looking at like how this concept affects people um through like the court process for example like uh, you're less, you're more most likely to have difficulty finding housing if you're a person who is in a relationship. If you're a single person, mm. so um, you you struggle to find housing. You you'll struggle to su- to support yourself with housing. I think if you're in a marriage or in a partnership, whatever, it's um it's the expectation with like the court they see as like oh someone you could still help you and you're still dependent on this person financially, so they could help you and they're most likely to help you as a couple. Uh, but then if you're a single person, it's like, kinda, oh, fuck off, do it yourself. Like yeah. You're independent, you have a job, you're you're young, you can do whatever you want, yeah. basically. Nowadays, a lot of people that get married only get married for the benefits that you yeah. can give yeah. to them when buying yeah. property and like actually trying to sustain a life in today's society. Because yeah. it's fairly difficult. It is, it is. Like and I, fairly, I, I don't know difficult. why it's like... Because, again, it's the expectation that it's like, oh, you're going to settle down one day and then, you know, you, your partner's going to help you with whatever you need yeah. help with. But it's just like, but what if I don't? And I'm like, oh, then you're fucked, exactly. basically. Um, oh, I like this one. Friendship is devalued as less than romantic or sexual partnerships. What? So friendships are seen as less important. Yeah. Than romantic or sexual relationships. No, friendships, if anything, are more important yeah. because those are people that you know will always be there yeah. for you. Like yep. Relationships don't last most of the time. Yeah. Like, look at the statistics for how many marriages fail within like yeah. the even just exactly. the first year alone. Exactly. It's ridiculous, and um, friendships are always going to be there. Friendship is like a. It's a if you ask me, it's actually a deeper connection than yeah, exactly. marriage. It's like non, it's like not a contracted thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah. Like like I don't have like to reply yeah, to your text exactly. messages <laughs> there and then. It's like having having people. Like yeah. It's like having a support system. Exactly. Yeah. Even um, I I like bringing this in because it's a really cool concept. Even the Greeks invented like the seven dip- different types of love, isn't there? Is it? mm. So it's like eros, like romantic oh and passionate yes, love. Yes, yes. There's philia, intimate and authentic friendship. Mm. There's ludus or playful, flirta- flirtatious love. Storge, unconditional familial love. So love between family mm. members. Uh, I cannot. Philautia, self-love. Mm. Yeah. Pragma, committed, compassionate love. Agape, uh, universal love. Yeah. Love of the world, love of the Aww. people. And there's also one, I believe, which is like uh, love of God or something. So, um, yeah. 
that we have that the Greeks gave us that, and they're like, yeah, they're all fucking important, bitch. If you wanna, because yeah. I think when people define the, even the concept of love, it's kind of it's always synonymous with roman- romance and like romantic love, but yeah. it's supposed to be something that means different things to multiple people. Because um, I still I I I love my f- my my platonic friendships as l- as like even even so I prefer platonic love because it's sort of familiar and it's secure and it's, it's like more reliable. reliable exactly whereas the romantic love because it's so hard to attain and like maybe well it depends because that's the expectation where it's like you need to find the right person i feel like with romantic love it depends on the individual no yeah but even like when the way up parents say you're gonna find the one one day but it's like what if i don't <laughs> it's kind of hard like i could find the right friend or can have the right yeah, people to yeah. be around friendships but um surely a romantic relationship a monogamous one at least would be much more complicated i'm assuming um so I like, feel like people don't take into sorry to cut you off no go ahead i feel like people don't take into account the fact that when you're in a relationship with someone you're most likely going to see that person day in day out every yep. single mm, day yeah. especially if you're living with them you don't get away from that person having friends i see my friends in school like outside of school once or twice a week i don't see them that often mm-hmm. the fact that you get that like break away from it's them like and time to yourself makes the heart grow exactly mm-hmm. exactly and this is that's why i feel like some of the like, the best friendships are people that you've never even met before because you get to just you have that space yep. yeah you, you can just turn off your phone you can just go away <laughs> and just like yeah fuck you i'm not talking to you for a while bye yeah, exactly <laughs> But and then you come back no and it's just as nice. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Um, oh, right. There's another one. Disregard of rich diversity of experiences in ace and aromantic uh, communities as well as beyond. So, again, it's, like, very dismissive. And uh, even the way people talk about um, aromantic and asexual people within the LGBT community, because, again, gay rights, when it when it rose up to the extent that it happened in the 70s and 80s, it was all about sexual freedom, romantic freedom, love who you want, have sex with who you want, and like, you know, be intimate with whoever you want. And whilst much is appreciated for what this movement has done for people like myself and the people in this room, it's still like, um, okay, thank you, but okay <laughs> like yeah. it's just uh thank you but no thank you because it's n- n- not for me not right now at least maybe you know yeah. so um uh, i also found something really interesting and it's the fact that a maternormativity in particular and how it should often be discussed when uh mentioning feminism because i was talking with ty earlier the way the expectations of women when it, when it comes to relationships and love has changed like so much throughout the years but has still remained in that, like, you know, it's like that really shitty reminder that you get, like, every once in a while that your parents are like, when you marry, oh. I'm just like, oh, oh, okay, when I marry, yeah. <laughs> whenever that may be, it's if like ever. When they go, when you have your own kids, I'm like, will I? Will, will I, though? I? What if I don't? What, if I, what happens if I don't? Are you going to kill me, yeah. bitch? <laughs> like, fight me. Um, and I found this Tumblr post, and I, I don't know why people make fun of, like, aromantic and asexual people on tumblr we make a lot of sense thank you you should you should take our word very seriously because this could impact you regardless if you're straight or gay so um yeah so hot take 
But an, a matronormativity should be considered a feminist issue and was in fact alluded to in a lot of early feminist writing. So I think Jane Austen and uh, Bronte in particular, they were they wrote about it quite they they you know, alluded to it quite well. And uh, the fact that we don't widely regard it as a feminist issue today indicates either a loss of knowledge or an acceptance of harmful uh, norms or on the part of modern feminists. Because people say that, like, you know, was it third wave feminism? Yeah. That's like, or was it second wave? Second wave was more like reproductive rights, right? Third wave was more sexual liberty, right? Yeah. Um, So we'll go through what a matronormativity sort of where it ties in with feminism. We're bringing in some theory, bitch. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Can you bring in a in feminist theory from sociology, Miss Gunn? We'll um, see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> a <master of> normativity <laughs> teaches young women and girls that you must be uh, in a romantic relationship to be happy and therefore insinuates that they should prioritize making themselves romantically available, usually to men, over all other things. Yeah, what I mean. It's yeah. kind of like yeah. where the the Make whole like romance m- your number one priority. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like also where the male gaze thing comes in, mm-hmm. where women, whether we do it intentionally or not, we those who have like beat like you know that that you know expectation, we we get dressed and ready for ourselves, you know, for, for the sake of being beautiful to ourselves. Whereas some women still go into that thing of like, oh, uh, I'm gonna dress up because I want my crush to notice me today basically yeah. yeah and i feel like you even still see that in a lot of um just like media today like yep. yeah. take a look at cassie euphoria. from euphoria, yeah. <laughs> cassie yeah. and euphoria what she was doing for nate there was a whole waking up at yeah. four compilation yeah. yeah there's a whole montage almost like glorifying it and saying like oh if you want to like try and get their attention this should be the first thing you do because that's the first thing she also resorts to yeah I feel like we shouldn't shame women who do that because I feel like that's part of internalizing the male gaze. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah, those who, yeah. Just what we've been conditioned or, like, taught is what you should do if you want to get your crushes. But again, this this also ties in with the male gaze and amatonormativity. It's a thing that impacts people on a daily, basically. Um, The second point that they say is um, it validates, well, we might, well, I'll ask your opinion on this, Ty. Mm. validates straight men's feelings of entitlement towards women by equating the right to happiness with a right to women's bodies and emotional labor. Basically, if you want to find a wife, you can find a wife and then you can do with her what you want, basically, because of a matter Because it is the expectation that a man is going to settle down one day, basically, yeah. and uh, he's going to have access to his woman however he pleases. Access. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, especially in, like, even when you look at like most, take someone like I don't know, fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. His wife is practically just a staring piece for him. <laughs> She's just there Poor on the uh, side. He doesn't really again? care to no. talk to no. her. That's um, his daughter, Melania. Melania. Something like that, yeah. But I feel like most people or men, at least my age, don't take that perception on women. I feel no. like that's something that was very much from like a day once gone. Yep. Like a lot of the past generations definitely took that outlook. But I know that a lot of the people that I speak to nowadays definitely um they just want s- they just want someone to be there for them. They just want someone to mm-hmm. like love them that they can open up to and this mm-hmm. t- uh, the whole feeling of like um 
conquerment or I don't think conquerment is a word or like, like just being able to like yeah yeah to like dominate and take over women yeah. I think it's a it's it's more of the like red pill niche it's like outdated yeah mm-hmm. and I think people that do take that perception on it are fairly heavily shamed on not just by m- other men but just by the media as a whole yeah and I also I think to add there's this of this conversation about like you know male mental health and sort of how they feel as if they can't even open themselves up to a partner. But then again, I think it might be due to the fact that they've internalized this belief that a relationship just includes, like, I don't know, like, sexual acts and sexual intimacy. Yeah. But then when it comes to the emotional side of it, they sort of feel as if they have to, you know... Yeah, a lot of men don't know how to ...distance themselves their away from it, yeah. Emotions. Yeah. And I feel like that's why you see a lot of them taking it out in, like, either suicide or violence mm-hmm. yeah it's a shame it yeah really is. the third point is um <sighs> i'm out of breath i don't know why uh, <laughs> it helps to justify the act of isolating your romantic partner from their friends by promoting oh. the idea that your romantic relationships should be prioritized over all other social relationships mm-hmm. and it results in a climate whether where it's easier for domestic abusers to socially isolate their victims i think mm. so again because of as soon as you get married, your life is devoted to your partner and living alongside your partner. Um, and for people who take advantage of that, it can be a very easy way for, you know, you know, to take advantage of your partners, like, you know, emo- like emotionally and, you know. Emotional abuse. Basically. Yeah. And, and also physical, unfortunately, because yeah. it does come to that. Again, um, it's kind of like, I also find it interesting when, um, if you notice that it's like, marriage is sort of like it's you know it's always that thing in like children's book stories like and they lived happily ever after after they got married, they got married and the, and the story ends there and you don't know what happens afterwards traditional nuclear family traditionally yeah. tra- it's again marriage it's still a very traditional conservative idea and also i'm saying it's it's i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying that it's kind of like as soon as someone gets married for example um say my older sister got married um like a long time ago but as soon as she got married it was kind of like she separated herself away from her familiar life with my mum and it's sort of like oh she's on her own now she's married she's got her own life Mm -hmm. and it sort of disconnects the person from the relationships they had with friends and family and colleagues so it cuts off and you feel like that isolation it's kind of like whatever happens your relationship you deal with it you're married you should have expected this yeah you know and it's also yeah go on i feel that um the whole like manipulation and using the fact that you're in a relationship against your partner yes is very very, oh shit very blatant in today's society even i've experienced it i've lost mm, countless friends for being in a relationship they're like oh you can't be friends with that person oh i don't like that person oh you shouldn't be friends with them they'll it can really take a toll on your mental health and Mm -hmm you almost feel guilty for um, wanting to have these friends because you feel yes. like you should mm-hmm. be devoting this time to your partner. Yeah. But that is just a key sign that you're being entirely manipulated yeah. by mm-hmm. this person into how you should feel. It's like what we were talking about when we were like, what would you do if your partner was like, if you lose your Oh, we talked about that last yeah. week, yeah. What would you do if your, what was the question? If, if your partner threatened yeah. suicide. Yeah. yeah. And you leave and you get, you need to t- tell them to get therapy and you get the fuck out, like exactly. Ty said, basically. That's what you do, bro. 
Um, the third, fourth point, sorry, they say is um, it pronotes it <laughs> pronotes <laughs> it promotes negative views of older single women such as hags, spinsters, or crazy oh cat ladies. Ah, uh, I love crazy talking cat about ladies. Cat people are cool as fuck. I know, yeah. right? We are. Yeah. Cat people are cool as fuck. I'm allergic, but I know I'm a cat <laughs> person. <laughs> I have a whole board on Pinterest dedicated to cats. Yeah, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. If you if you don't, you're weird. If you have it dedicated to dogs, maybe. If you have it dedicated <laughs> to, I don't know, fucking bats. Oh, my God. You know, that's that thing where it's like cat people are like, yeah, I like cats more than like, but I like dogs too. But then it's like dogs people are like, you like cats? You're the fucking scum of the earth. <laughs> you hate every other animal. <laughs> <laughs> I think they kind of, they assume that. Cat people as moody as like you know. Cat yeah, people no. are like cats. <laughs> yeah, cat people are like cats, and dog people are like dogs. Yeah. In it, yeah, cool, yeah. But I think yeah, there's that attitude that like, oh, you're an older single woman, unmarried. The fuck? What are you like, doing? What are you doing? Go get married. Go Find get married. You know, I f- my uh, it happens with I cause my mom is a single mom. It happens a lot, and it's kind of like I feel bad because. She's still like a woman with so much to give to the world yeah. and so much to you know provide, and it's kind of like uh, um, she's sort of limiting herself as if her life is only gonna be complete. She's had children, she's had a career. She, her life is only gonna be complete when she's married off, it's and it's like kind of like a woman is married. That's like accomplishment. That's, that's like where her life, life ends. Basically, life like okay, you're done now. All yeah, the, all, all your tasks they're done. Checklist done. She's yeah, like, that's it. I thought I was playing a mother. Finish my task. There you go. Yeah, exactly. D- to what? Among Us. Among Us. What about it? Task. Oh, right. <laughs> I yeah. love finishing them because you just run around, go <laughs> to the CCTV room, have a bit of fun. Yeah. I feel bad because it's, again, it's it's such a shitty expectation as well because what if I have, what if I have to, what if I have to go to a club later? What if I got a job what interview later? Interests? What if I, what if I want to adopt a cat? Yeah, what if I want to adopt they kids? They what if I want to have kids but have without having to marry? Yeah. What happens then? What do you say, Ted? They make it out as if these people don't have hobbies and yeah. like yeah, exactly. ambitions. Like you're put on this things. earth to get married. Yeah. Because I think they still oh. uh, like believe that um, oh, uh, human beings are social creatures, and one day we're gonna need people to walk life alongside with. But it's just like, but you can do it's that with friends, no? It's like in Merchant's Tale. <laughs> he says women are God's gift to men. Ugh. Women are biblical anti-feminism. That is, yeah. yeah. It's just um, biblical exegesis. Exegesis isn't. Wait, I thought. Wait, which one is it? Like you use the Bible to, like, prove a point and like benefit yourself. It's another one. I I learned it last year, but I forgot. Sorry, Harry. I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, I don't know what else to say. It's kind of... Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Why, uh, do you feel like, to an extent, you might have internalized that at some point? Or it's like, or have you, like, noticed that and, like, uh, like constantly gone against the conventions or like internalized and uh, amateur-normativity and allo-normativity? Uh, Either of the two. it has been internalized fairly, like, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think most people would have gone their whole life without even, like, thinking about like what they're saying or, or like how these perceptions could be harming people mm-hmm. but I feel like like when you mentioned Jughead I had seen a fair bit about that mm-hmm. and I feel like at least within the last maybe like six to seven months it's being talked about quite a fair bit more yeah I think 
most people's eyes are going to start opening up. And mm. I hope so. They'll, they'll pick them out in shows and stuff and yeah, be like, hey, like this, this isn't right. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts, Muscat? Have you guys, like, do, do you think personally you might have internalised one of or two of these? Because I know I have. Yeah, no, definitely have. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Muscat? What are your thoughts, mostly? I'm basically the same. But, like, I feel like I've realized these things quite a while ago which is kind of strange because like i remember i had like a period in secondary school where i just like read a bunch of shit about like everything like feminism and like sexuality and all this and that mm-hmm. and from then i realized like how much i had internalized all of this and like male gaze and everything and then i like purged myself of it and yeah now i'm kind of just like <laughs> i'm just like driving along like doing nothing now yeah but then it's, like, the thing with, like, sexuality where it's, like, yeah, I'm, like, a teenager having sex and this and that. I feel like I see that a lot. And that's when sometimes I'm, like, wait, am I, like, doing something wrong here? Because I'm not doing that. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I just found a post that was going to touch on it. Yeah. Uh, it's been said before, but we really need to normalize the idea of not having had been in relationships or having had sex or mm-hmm. dated yeah. before your 20s. Because it's literally so early. Because people make it sound like after 25, you're just a fucking, like, you're elderly and senile. <laughs> and, like, you've done nothing with your life. But twenty like late 20s is still young. Oh, God. I cannot stand Gen Alpha online being like, she's 30 years old? Oh, my gosh. She's so old. <gasps> oh, bitch. My sister's 33. I wouldn't even think to call her old. Yeah. That woman is still very much young. Yeah. It's still mm. youth. Like, and, um... Again, I think this expectation and sort of how it follows you. Everything just moves s- too really quickly. From the moment you start puberty, to be honest. Actually, no. The way young girls and m- possibly young boys are conditioned to, like, you know, expect marriage to occur, like, at some point in their adult life. It's it like, starts what when a girl. A child yeah. is, hey, no. Oh, you're going to grow up to be a, a, a heartbreaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to grow up to be such a good mother. They'll buy their, gu- oh they'll buy their daughters, like, kitchen sets and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. No. And so I, like, I, oh, she's going to be an amazing mother. Yeah. Oh, this at the third. It's just, oh. Yeah. My, uh, niece, my niece and sister came over on um, Saturday and uh, we were talking about marriage because it came up. And um, my mum, I think she was joking. She was like to my niece, she was like, oh, are you going to get married one day? Because your auntie isn't. And I just laughed because, you know, it's true. And then she's like, oh, it's my dream to get married. And it's just like, "Um, okay, cool. And I'm not saying that, like, a child cannot. But she's seven. Yeah. That's the thing, right? She's seven. And it's my sister was like, oh, she wants to. She already like imagines what her prince is gonna look like and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh my god, do you not hear it's yourself? Like, that's all well and good, but you've already told this girl that her ultimate goal in life is to find a husband. Yeah, it's like it's cute. Plan your little wedding. Plan your little like husband. But to what? Like, there's like a f- certain extent you should take that to. Yeah, because like. It's not that deep to be like, oh, this is what my wedding's gonna look like, this that. But don't make it like, that's my life's goal. Make it a goal. Don't make it a goal. Just make it like a like a thing that you wish would happen. It's just like an experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be a goal. Even if you're allosexual, again, it's even if you choose to be single, Mm. it's still like you know, like because people think that it's like oh if, you, if you're like chronically single then you know there must be something to do with your identity or sexuality or like you know celibacy or something but it's not because uh, 
straight single people exist. Straight ace people. Say straight ace people? Yeah. Straight ace people exist. It's kind of like, you know, again, it's something that impacts everything and everyone in in, in, it, in its own way again. So, um, uh, what's something else I'm, I found interesting here? Uh, I, uh, I also have to complain about something. Um, people... Uh, within like LGBT spaces, you guys need to stop invalidating aromantic and asexual mm. people. I cannot say this enough. You, I we we've been over this so many times because sexuality is a spectrum. So you can agree to an extent that some people feel no sexual or romantic attraction at all. Yes or no? Yes, because I'm right. I know I'm right. I I'm, I, I, ten, I tend to be right. Mm. <laughs> um. So, and like, there was this recurring joke. I don't know when it was. I think it might have been 2014 and or 2015. Sorry, it was 2018. And it was people making fun of this tweet where someone was like genuinely complaining about, you know, allonormativity and uh, amatonormativity. And people like, oh, now you're just making up words. So I'm like, oh, all words are made up, first of all. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, you you just, it's just, a, if it's a topic you don't want to take part in, don't take part of it. But don't make fun of the people who are taking part in it because, um, Fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wait. Did I find it? No, I didn't find it. Um, yeah. Basically, it, we have, we're nearing uh, nearly fifteen minutes in, but um, I just want to say that uh, I'm at a normativity. A lot of normativity. You guys can suck my dick. Uh, I will not surrender to you guys anymore. I think when I searched it up, it was a quite eye-opening experience because I was like. It's kind of like internalized, you know, misogyny, internalized uh, homophobia or biphobia. It's something that you, when you learn about it and you truly look into yourself, you just say, wow, I did not know I was taking part in that until, you know, this moment. Yeah. And then we, and now I just feel like I've, my eyes have been opened. Because it was something I was thinking about a while back, but I didn't know there was a word for it until now. So there we go. You guys learned a new word today. Two new words. Amatonormativity. Allonormativity. <laughs> that's the word, yeah. Any final thoughts? Let people be who they want to yeah. be. Yes. Just let, let everyone let exist. Live, yes, like exactly. It's not hard to Stop oversharing for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 oh, Miss Gwen, do you want to do your fun facts of the day thing? <gasps> yeah. If it opened. Oh, it's going to take ages. Hmm, to pass time. How was your, g- how was your day, guys? <laughs> um, it was all right. It was all right. It felt fake. I don't know why. Oh, d- oh <laughs> like yeah. I came in like 10.45. I was like... Oh, what also, uh, there's one thing I wanted to say. Um, teachers have been receiving emails recently oh, yeah. um, from uh, like the head of like the sixth form and stuff like that, that they're going to st- uh, start to implement. Um, what the fuck is this? They're going to start to implement um, teachers uh, like policing hoods and hoodies. And... Um, and they're going to apparently start to search people. On college. Apparently. Yeah. Why? What? What? See, I'm used to that because my secondary school, we had knife arches and like they'd randomly pull out a whole class of people and make us all go through like Jesus like genuine airport Christ. metal detectors. So to me, this oh isn't this isn't like that that deep. But um, mm-hmm. I, don't I think feel like the f- idea. I think I think <laughs> it, I think people don't realize like how many people actually carry knives and are like genuinely out here trying to harm people mm. i think it's quite overlooked especially within like the younger yeah. generation like as as a like a boy 
No, I'm not saying as a like, bro. I'm a young as male. a man. As a young male, going out and like in public spaces, especially at night, I can feel like scared. Yeah. Of getting like stabbed, and I know that everyone feels that, but yeah. especially as a as Londoner. a boy, like yeah. I've. I've been singled out walking my girlfriend home and they completely, all their like aggravation was directed yeah. towards me and not her. And I feel like th- it, it would just make people feel safer. Like people like me, I feel mm. safer in college knowing that like people who were bringing them in are yeah, now going to no, stop. Yeah, that is true. My thing with it is I feel like it will be really easy for teachers to single like Yeah, that's what they yeah, say. And that's what my worry is. Like searching for safety isn't the issue. It's, the people who are gonna like they need to m- entrust the correct teachers yeah like have the right people doing this because yeah. it's gonna be so easy for like racial profiling yeah said, definitely like, yeah and the hoodies thing is just ridiculous yeah the hoodies thing is fucking the stupid the fuck like that's, that's why what we want so yeah. why wearing a hoodie doesn't make me stupid exactly. bitch it's your teaching <laughs> why would you run a college like it's a college it's specifically yeah. for reasons and again on the, on the on the page over they say that like oh Kanye doesn't have a uniform because we accept people from all backgrounds and we we don't have like you know yeah. our identity is they your identity but it's like what happened what happened what happened there hmm? like, yeah. bro, if it's all backgrounds and Surely people should be able to wear what they want because exactly. not everyone can exactly. afford to wear like different clothes every yeah. single day. And exactly. like, now you're forcing these people to like literally get rid of half the stuff. And w- I know loads of people that wear hoodies to school. Yeah, same. Like, I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it shouldn't. It should not be an issue. Yeah. And like um, the thing with the searching, um, I don't know what they would be searching for because as far as I'm aware, Candy doesn't. I feel like with Candy, they're searching for drugs. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me, yeah. but uh, guys, if you're... <laughs> actually, I'm going to stop that because I don't want to be like, <laughs> say, why would you encourage drugs on the podcast? <laughs> but I'm not. It's kind of like, you know, um, y- y- you should be smart enough to know not to bring drugs into school. If you're going to do drugs, do it safely <laughs> and in your personal space. Yeah. Although some people in the park nearby would probably disagree with me. So... Uh, Owen's... Owen's Scary. Right, anyone from Owen's got anything to say? Hop on the podcast. Square yeah, up. bitch, come on. <laughs> if you're sober enough, I can fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if we can't do the 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 fun fact of the day, because for some reason the Google Chrome thing isn't working, but next week there will be. Don't worry. Yeah, next week potentially we're also um, gonna be recording. We're gonna live stream. Yeah. Um, exactly. The media department want to test something. Yes, basically. Gonna be on YouTube. Yeah, so you guys yeah. pop obviously you're gonna find the recording on Spotify, but you can also find um, the recording there, basically. I mean, when they listen to this, we're gonna be live streaming at the time. So yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Yeah, enjoyed <laughs> last week's episode, guys, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna round it up. Can you press the red button? The red button? What, what do we want? The red button, the song. Ty, can you give us an outro? We will see you next week on this amazing installment of West from the Left. I'm your host, Ty. I'm here with Liz and Muscan. We have brought you this amazing episode of West from the Left. See you next guy. Bye-bye. See you next time. Oh, it's telling you again. Never mind. Ah.